on, let's bow our hands unto the Lord. Come on, let's make it loud for King Jesus in the room. Come on, if you came expecting victory on a Sunday night, I wish you'd pop your hands just a little louder, just a little longer, until every demon and devil in this region here. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. How many of you feel victory in this atmosphere tonight? Oh, I'm going to ask it one more time. How many of you feel victory in this atmosphere tonight? I'm telling you the impossible is possible in this atmosphere. I'm telling you working of miracles can happen in this atmosphere. I'm telling you the miraculous can take place in this atmosphere. I believe somebody can leave here delivered in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but I didn't come to play games with the devil tonight. I didn't, came for a, I didn't come for a few cute songs and a nice spiritual TED talk. But I want the Lord Jesus Christ to deliver somebody in the next few moments of our time together. How many would agree with me and say, Jesus, do whatever you want to do right now. Jesus, do whatever you want to do. We're going to push past protocol. We're going to push past religiosity. We're going to push past schedule. Let it be so in this house tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Turn with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 8. The book of Matthew, chapter 8. Thank you to these musicians and singers for leading us into the presence of the Lord. I wonder if we could give them a hand clap of appreciation. Thank you for ministering. I value apostolic anointed musicians and singers. And I echo your sentiments. And I give such high esteem and honor to your pastor and pastor's wife and to their family. Paul told the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians, we don't have dominion over your faith, but we are helpers of your joy. I th I'm thankful for shepherds and leaders and pastors um, that are helpers of our joy. I'm thankful for men and women of God that help us get to heaven where there is going to be eternal joy. And so I honor uh, your leadership. I'm so grateful. Um, that I've gotten to come and be with them in person. Uh, again, I honor your bishop and wife. And God has blessed this church. And uh, you may not realize this or not, but I'm going to give you a little revelation. Not every pastor is a Christian. It's a sad truth and reality. But God has blessed you with Christ-like leadership. Not perfect people but a man and woman of God and a family that are pursuing Christ. And the greatest uh, compliment that I could give to your leadership is that God has blessed you with a Christian pastor and a Christ-like pastor's wife and a Christ-pursuing family. And I salute them. I honor them from the bottom of my heart. It's been such a joy to work alongside Brother Austin and Sister Elizabeth and to speak into the lives of uh, the young men and women um, in this, uh, in this uh, congregation. I'm so thankful for all of the uh, young adults and the teenagers and the preteens and the hyphens. I said it Friday night and I'll say it again. I'm a firm believer that if you're young enough to be tempted, you're old enough to be anointed. 
I thank God for young people that decide to pursue God with everything that are within them. I don't think they're just some of the boys, some of the girls. Goliath asked for a man, and God sent him a man. He was the, uh, he was the, the physical baby among all his brothers. And they, they, were, they were the physical men, but they were also the spiritual babies. And he was the spiritual man. So I'm thankful for young men and women that are uh, ascribing to be spiritual warriors. And so I salute every young person, every teenager, every preteen, every hyphen. It's been an honor to speak into your life this weekend. I really believe the Lord is going to do something transformative in the next few moments of our time together. I really believe it's going to be a wonderful night for heaven and a bad night for hell. So would it be all right just to have a little church tonight? Would it be all right just to have a little church tonight? I'm telling you there's something in the atmosphere. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 22. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 22. But Jesus said unto them, Jesus said unto him, Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. When he was entered into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm in the sea, so much that the boat was covered with the waves. But Jesus was asleep. His disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he saith unto them, Why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose, and he rebuked the winds and the sea, and where there had been a great storm, now there is a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? When he was come to the other side into the country of Gadara or Decapolis or Gerasenes, there met him two possessed with devils coming out of the tombs exceeding fierce so that no man might pass by that way. By the help of God and his spirit, I want to preach to you for the next few moments on this simple subject, cloudy with the chance of rain, cloudy with the chance of rain. The Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. A better translation of that would be where the Spirit has lordship, there is liberty. In this house tonight, fear does not have jurisdiction. Doubt does not have jurisdiction. Condemnation does not have jurisdiction. The rulers of darkness do not have jurisdiction. No demon or devil in hell has jurisdiction. But only the King of kings and the Lord of lords has jurisdiction in this atmosphere. I wonder if you'd lift up your hands and I wonder if you'd lift up your voice one more time. God, I thank you for your angels that are yet again in this atmosphere. God, I pray that the best gifts would be in operation. I pray that there would be a sure word spoken to the saints of God in this house. I pray that the best gifts, God, would be activated and initiated. Let miracles be in this room tonight. Let healing virtue flow in this house. Let the oil of gladness be, God, on somebody's mind and spirit and heart tonight. Let the healing balm of Gilead flow to somebody's wound, to somebody's pain, to somebody's trauma. Let deliverance come to somebody whose faith has been hijacked. Let your name be glorified. Yours is the kingdom and the glory and the honor forever and ever. You are the only wise God. Only you have true full dominion. And I give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. 
in Jesus' name. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Turn to your neighbor and tell them cloudy with a chance of rain. Turn to your other neighbor, the one you keep rejecting, and tell them cloudy with a chance of rain. God bless you, and you may be seated tonight. Jesus would look at the disciples, and he would give them an invitation. It was an invitation to RSVP for the deep. And I believe this weekend that same RSVP is going out as deep is calling to deep. Today, Jesus would invite his disciples to the other side. They were going to go to Decapolis. They were going to go to the land of the cast out ones. They were going to go to the capital of sin. They were going to go where wickedness abounded. No doubt in their Jewish upbringing, perhaps they had heard from their mama that you can, you can go to Bethsaida and you can go to Capernaum and Chorazin, but don't you ever, don't you ever let me find out that you went to Decapolis. Today they were going to defy boundaries. Today they were going to go where perhaps they had not trod before. But Jesus was not going to allow them to circle around the Sea of Galilee. They have the ability to make the same journey by foot. They can make it to the same destination by circling around the deep. But on this day, Jesus does not allow them to go around the deep, but rather he invites them into the deep. I believe that same call is going to the North American church in 2023. God is not going to allow you the luxury to circle around what you are supposed to step into. Can I go ahead and preach on a Sunday night? We do not have the luxury to circle around holiness. We cannot circle around sanctification. We cannot circle around sacrifice. We cannot circle around a missional mandate to disciple our entire world. We must step into what everybody else is trying to circle around. I am a proponent of stepping into the deep. There are people that will try to convince you to be a shallow saint of God. Let somebody else be spiritual. Let somebody else step into the deep. What if you die in the deep? What if you die on land? What if you die in safety? What if you die on the shore? I remember a command being given to a disciple. I want you to step out of the boat and I want you to step on water. I want you to step into the deep. I, I want there to be footprints on water where there has never been footprints before. We see that this disciple steps out of the boat and he is seduced by the wind and by the rain and we all know that he begins to sink. But I remind you that he did not sink. He simply began to sink. I remind some of you tonight that some of you should not be here. You began to lose your mind, but you did not lose your mind. You thought about committing suicide, but by the grace of God, oh, did not play. I didn't come to play tonight. I'm here to remind the devil on somebody's behalf. There's some moments I began to backslide, but I did not backslide. There were some moments I began to get cynical, but I 
did not become cynical because beginning to sink is not the same thing as sunk. I remind you that in his humanity, he began to sink into that water. But the divinity of Jesus Christ reached down and pulled him up. And you know where he started walking? He started walking where he used to sink. Who am I preaching to on a Sunday? Somebody's about to pray where you used to be prayerless. Somebody's about to be accountable where you used to be rebellious. Somebody's about to be pure where you used to read. This is where I almost died, but this is where I got back up. This is where I sunk, but this is where Jesus took me by the hand. I got about half of you. I'm going to preach to the rest of you. It's time to walk in dominion where you used to lose. It's time to walk in victory where you used to be defeated. It's time to walk on top of what used to take you down. The deep is calling to deep. Something in you resonates with the deep. Something with you, within you feels that urge, feels that inkling, feels that tug of the deep. I'm telling somebody in this house tonight, it is not time to cower in a corner. It is not time to be another apostolic oozing through life. It is not time to just be another Pentecostal plopped on a pew. But you ought to be a woman of God. You ought to be a man of God. You ought to be a husband, a father, a mother, a wife, a young adult filled with the Spirit. And you ought to make up in your mind before I make it to heaven. I'm going to see the kingdom come to pass. I'm going to see miracles, signs, and wonders. I'm going to walk as a New Testament believer. And I'm going to see the reign and rule of Jesus Christ every single where that I go. The Bible lets us know that they are making their way to the other side. They are finding themselves in the middle of the boat. And now that boat is in the middle of a storm. The clouds begin to brew. The rain begins to fall. The wind begins to blow. And now they find themselves in this topsy-turvy, unstable environment. And Jesus is snoozing. Jesus is napping. The rabbi is asleep. You wake him up. No, 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 no. You wake him up. No, no, no. I, 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 I. Uh, me, myself, and I have voted. It's unanimous. You're going to wake him up. Lord, uh, Lord, 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 uh, save us. We're about to die. I salute them. Because even while their faith was fragile, and even though their heart was topsy-turvy, they did not lose lordship. I'm about to die, Lord. I'm about to lose my mind, Lord. I don't understand what is happening, Lord. Ah, 
you don't have to be an angel. You can be human. But in your moment of crisis, don't you let anything dethrone him. Don't you let anything the I don't know where the next check is coming. Lord, I'm a little angry at life right now. Lord, I don't understand why you haven't answered my prayer. Lord, but you're still Lord. 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 You are still Lord. All of a sudden, they find themselves in a storm. But what they don't realize is they are in a storm on the way to a storm. Jesus loves souls so much that he will allow you to go through a storm on the way to a storm. See, the crosshairs of Christ are upon a man that nobody sees. Marshall, can you help me right now? The Bible says that there is a man who is living in the tombs. The Bible says he has been cast out of society. The Bible says that he is a 24-7 cycle of shame, fear, and despondency. You got it rough, man. The Bible says that night and day he cries aloud in the mountains. You can be at the pinnacle of life and yet still be at your lowest. You can be living in a high place and yet be going through your very deep, darkest, lowest moment. But Jesus can see what nobody else can see. Jesus can see what the disciples cannot see. All that they know is that they are in the middle of a storm. I need, I need a few people to help me. Um, can you help me? And uh, can you help me? And uh, Brother Turtleneck, can you help me? And I, I see you about to jump up here. Did you want to come help me? Run up here, run up here. And I need somebody to be Jesus. Okay, do not volunteer. He was a man of very humble reputation. Um, can I, can I use you? I mean, you gave honor to the pastor. I, I think you can be Jesus tonight. You, you're humble. I think Jesus would wear loafers like that, and he'd probably wear a sharp tie like that. Some of y'all didn't make the cut. Um, so they're in the middle of a storm. Do they look like they've been through a storm? I would never. Oh, yes, I would. And the Bible doesn't just say it was a storm. It says it was a great storm. Oh, we, we have not ran out of storm. But I want you to notice that while they are going through a great storm, Jesus is getting ready to speak. 
Okay, just forgive me right now. Don't get bitter and miss your blessing. Just go ahead and forgive me right now, all right? Am I forgiven? I'm forgiven. Let's get our blessing. They are going through a great storm, but Jesus is about to make it a great calm because heaven will never be outdone by hell. I don't care if it's politicians. I don't care if COVID comes back. I don't care if we're in World War III. We're seeing duff a pound. The grace of God does much. You don't know how wicked my home life is. I was born around demons. Angels can come to your house. Deliverance can come to your house. The peace of God will come to you because heaven will never, ever, 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 ever be outdone by him. They're in a storm. Somebody say, they're in a storm. They're in a great storm. But now there's been a great calm. But nobody knows what Jesus is looking at. Because Jesus is looking at what nobody sees. They're in a storm on their way to a storm. They're on a storm they're in a storm on the outside. But what they don't know is that they are on the way to a storm on the inside. Because you can't always see the effects of a storm on the inside. There is a man whose life is full of turmoil. His spirit is thundering. His thoughts are like lightning. And on the inside, hatred is frothing over. Misunderstanding, pain, and trauma is swirling. But he begins to look out of that cave. And he sees something he's always seen. It's just another storm. But then his naked eye begins to behold something he has never perceived. All of a sudden, there is a boat in the middle of a storm. And all of a sudden, somebody begins to get up. And while he cannot hear what that man is saying, he can see the effects of what he is saying. Because when this stranger Savior gets up in the front of that boat, and begins to point all of a sudden the clouds begin to part and the sun begins to shine and the waves begin to I just wonder if something on the inside of him said if the storm has to obey him I wonder if my suicidal thinking will obey him if the rain has to obey him I wonder if my fear and my torment, I wonder if he's got jurisdiction on the outside storm. I wonder if that means he has jurisdiction. Uh, forgive me, I'm getting too excited. The Bible says that he ran to meet Jesus. The Bible says that he ran to meet Jesus. There are too many people that are bound by their cooperation, not their chains. There are men and women that are not bound by chains. They are bound by cooperation. I've seen it. I, I've been 
in ministry all my life. I've, I've been in a pastor's home all my life. I've come to Sunday services. I've come to Wednesday services. I've come to conferences. I've come to youth rally services. I've seen people come in shackled. I've seen them under duress, under the attack of hell. They come in shackled and bound. And you know what they do? Cooperate. But then I've seen fiery-eyed saints of God under more duress, under more attack, bound by life and situations and scenarios. And you know what I watched them do? I watched them come into the house of God. And something in them said, I refuse to cooperate. I refuse to cooperate. They didn't wait for the second song. They didn't wait for the altar. Something said where the Spirit has lordship. If I can just get him back on the throne, if I can get him back on the throne, something will break. Something will be torn. There are more people bound by their cooperation than what would happen if you took 60 seconds and you said, I refuse to cooperate. You've got 20 seconds to shout, to run, to lead the dance, but whatever you do, you better not cool. If hell is not coming against you, stay in your pew, be cute, be dignified, but if you're under attack, you better bust the move. You better move your hand. You better move your feet. But you better not cooperate. You got 20 more seconds. You got 20 more seconds. I'm not staying in the cave. I'm not staying in the cave. I'm not staying in the cave. I will not stay in the cave. Marshall, where are you at? Where's Marshall? Watch, watch, stay right where you are. I'm almost done. The Bible says that he ran and he fell at the feet of Jesus. I want you to run and fall at the feet of Jesus. I'm telling you, it's worth every rug burn. It's worth every torn suit pant. Listen to me. What you think is stopping you is not really stopping you. The Bible says that it came to the feet of Jesus. Woo! Hell already started talking. I need somebody to be a demon. Don't volunteer. Don't volunteer. The only thing worse than volunteering to be Jesus, he was humble, is volunteering to be a demon. Um, Devin, I know you're on the drums. Can you be a demon for me? Somebody say, poor Devin. Somebody say, he'll get over it. I'll get him a Chick-fil-A gift card. I just knew you'd be the only one that would forgive me. 
or maybe not. Come over here. There's about to be a dialogue between the divine and the demonic. And I want you to listen to what hell says. Don't torment us before our time. Don't torment us before our time. Now, I need your mean mug. I need your intimidating voice. Don't torment. Okay, okay, you got the job. I mean, you probably lost your girlfriend, but you, you got the job. No, no comment. I was about to roast you, but no comment. Don't torment us before our time. Don't torment us before our time. Hell had the audacity to speak to the one who was before time, after time, yet always in time, and say, you're too early. So here's my problem. My problem is that a demon has the audacity to tell Jesus that he is too early. So why do we not negotiate that Jesus is not too late? Demons have to beg. You get to intercede. Let me say it again. If a devil can pray that he is too early, don't you dare mock me when I pray that he's not too late. What side are you going to intercede on? If a devil has the audacity to say, hey, you're too early, I can march boldly into the throne room of grace and say it's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late for the drug addict. It's not too late for the atheist. It's not too late for mom and daddy. It's not too late for the, it's not too late. It's not too late. It is not too late. I'm trying to stop. Jesus said, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Jesus just simply asked him, what's your name? Devin, we haven't cast you out yet. <laughs> Demon's already trying to run and hide. And this is the response. Got your mean mug back? Got your deep voice back? Legion. Legion. What's your name? What's your name? Legion. Now, Marshall, I got a really deep philosophical question for you. Please don't fail me. Otherwise, you will ruin my message. No pressure. Marshall, what's your first name? Marshall. Ding, ding, ding. You, you got it. Second question of three. No pressure. Marshall, what's your middle name? I can't disclose that information. <laughs> Joseph. What's your last name? Jesus. What's your other last name? Prince. <laughs> Marshall. Well, let's make sure we got this right. Marshall Joseph Prince. Marshall Joseph Prince. So Legion's not your first name. Legion's not your middle name. Legion is not your last name. So Legion was not the name of the man. Legion was the name of the one who was speaking on behalf of the man. And there are too many heavenly questions that are getting hellish answers because you are letting something else speak for you. 
The call of God is coming to a 40-year-old man. The call of God is coming to a couple. The call of God is coming to teenagers. And you're letting your past answer for you. You're letting your... I say tonight is the night that you speak for yourself. Hell can label you, but hell cannot name you. Legion is not my name. Abuse is not my name. Pain is not my name. Rebellion is not my name. I am a royal priesthood. I am a chosen generation. Oh, God, help me. Can I preach just a few more minutes? You said I could preach? What's your name? Dawson, that's an epic name. What's your name? What's your name? Julia. What's your name? Carrie Lee. What's your name? Brandon. What's your name? Lauren. Dylan, video guy, what's your name? Dylan. What's your name? Patrick. Zeria, what's your name? Zeria. Kate, what's your name? Kate. What's your name? Paul. What's your name? What's your name? Dale. What's your name? Y'all just give me a few more minutes. Is this okay? Allie, what's your name? Allie. What's your name? Nicholas. That's a great name. Ellie, what's your name? Ellie. What's your name? Ava. Y'all just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. What's your name? Emily. You were going to get bitter if I passed by you, right? Oh, you weren't? Okay, okay. All right. Don't lie now. You were. You were. What's your name? Leather. What's your name? Jason. What's your name? Yeah. We got oh, a few more sections of the church. We're going to we're gonna have to figure something out. Just a few more. What's your name? David. Stephen, what's your name? Steve. Steve or Stephen? Stephen. Okay. What's your name? Angela. Pastor, I just wanted hell to know. Oh, oh sorry. Was that not too spiritual? I just wanted hell to know. I just wanted every demon of the dark underbelly of hell to know there's a man and woman of God in Bethlehem that cannot, they've been through the fire, they've been through the junk, and they still got their voice. You got 20 seconds just to lift up that voice. You can pray, you can praise, you can prophesy, you can intercede, but whatever you do, use that voice. You got 20 more seconds. Use your voice, mama. Use your voice, daddy. Use your voice, elder. Use your voice, new convert. Use your voice. Singers, come. Singers, run up here, run up here, run up here. Marshall, 
You're at the feet of Jesus. Let's all awkwardly, silently wait for Devin again. Don't say anything. Let's make it really awkward. He said, what's your name? Legion was the reply. But this was the last negotiation tactic of hell. Do we have to leave the region? <laughs> there comes a moment when the devil knows that deliverance is imminent. He knows that tonight's the night you're going to get delivered. So you know what his next question is? If you're going to get delivered, does she have to get delivered? If you're going to get delivered, does she have to get delivered? I know i got to leave you, but do I have to leave your friends? Do I have to leave your region? Can I stay in the same zip code? Is this, go back and read it. They said, can we stay in the region? Do I have your permission to speak on behalf of you? See, the devil would like to know, Mama, Dad, if you're, if you're going to get deliverance tonight, do your babies have to get delivered? If you're a spouse tonight and you're about to dance, you're about to shout, and you're about to get delivered, the devil would like to know, does your other spouse have to get delivered? If your neighborhood and if your region is going to have revival, well, what about the other region? Can we stay in the region? I, can I answer on your behalf? No, no, no. I want revival for my spouse. I want deliverance for my babies. I want transformation for every teacher, for every student, for every city worker, for, e for every business owner, for every prodigal. Are you with me? count of three. I just want one person to say thank you Jesus. On the count of three. One person to say thank you Jesus. Three. Oh. I love you guys but you don't listen. Let's change it up. On the count of two I want one person to wave their hands and say hallelujah. Just one person on the count of two to wave their hands and say hallelujah. One, two. This is going to bomb, I guess. It's going to be an awkward ending. Let's try this one more time, Isaac. Um, on the count of four, I just want somebody to begin to leap. Just one person, one somebody. One, two, four. You know what hell knew then? What hell knows now? It's impossible for just one person to get delivered. It's impossible for just one person to praise. Carnality loves company, but deliverance loves company. If you get delivered, somebody else is getting. If you get the joy of the Lord, somebody else is. If you begin to run, if you begin to leap, Legion is cast out. You know where he goes?
he goes to the pigs. Where did the pigs go? To the edge of the cliff. They jump over into the, the sea of Galilee. Can I give you a little spiritual warfare tip? Can I give you a little spiritual warfare advice? If demons and devils are after you, take them to where Jesus moved last. I came in on a Sunday night and I feel heaviness. I, I know I can't give attention to the devil and I know it's not always the devil, but I just feel like I'm under the weight of darkness. But I'm going to go back to the last time I heard Jesus. I'm going to go back to the last time I spoke in tongues. I'm going to go back to the last time he answered my prayer because the last time is never the last time. Everybody say bye, Devin. Demon's been cast out. There's a man that's been set free. He holds on to Jesus. He clings to Jesus. He's hugging Jesus. Don't go anywhere, Jesus. Can I, can I be your next disciple? Can I go with you? Wherever you go, I want to go with you. And while he's begging Jesus not to leave, there is a whole community that is begging Jesus not to stay. Can I be real and direct with you tonight? You need to beware spirits, human and hellish, that celebrate your dysfunction but mock your miracle. I didn't think we'd shout about that. I said you need to beware spirits, human and hellish, that celebrate your dysfunction but not get delivered anyway. Go to church anyway. Get your sanity back anyway. Jesus, I don't want to go. Jesus, I don't want to go. Jesus, I don't want to go. Jesus, I want to stay with you. I want to go with you everywhere. You know what Jesus said? Go home. Talk about anticlimactic. Talk about insensitive. Go home. But what sounded like demotion was in fact elevation. It's one of the most grace-infused statements in all of your Bible, I'm convinced. Because when Jesus told that man to go home, he was notifying him the tombs were not it. That stronghold, that secret sin, that fear, that worry, that mistake. It may have been your address. You may have had a sleepover there. But the cave is not your home. You've got something waiting for you. I said you've got something waiting. I hear a knock on the door. I'm coming out of the cave. I'm coming and I'm coming back. Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the word of the king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, What doest thou?
That's what Ecclesiastes says. You know there's no answer to that question. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? When a king speaks over you, there is nobody that can undo it unless they are of equal or higher authority. But I said it, and I'll say it again. He's not just a king, and he's not just a lord. He is the king of kings, and he is the lord of... Cancer is not king. Diabetes is not king. Culture is not king. Government is not king. Wickedness is not king. The Antichrist is not king. I feel the king getting ready to reign. I feel the king getting ready to get back on the throne. Tell your neighbor, I checked the forecast. The king still reigns. Look at the throne. He's still on it. David said, once, hear me, once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God. My Bible is closed. My timer is done. My glasses are folded. This is going to be the last thing I say. Can I release it to you right now? David said, where the, David said once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard it. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard it. Once God has... I don't mean to be insensitive, but some of you tonight are looking for a new word. You do not need a new word. You need to hear an old word again. I said there needs to be a mama that goes back in the recesses of her mind. The prophet said, I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. I want somebody to get a word that has come to you from a man of God, a woman of God, a prophetic utterance, a sermon, a message. I want you to go back to an old word. Because I'm telling you, tonight's not the night that you need a new word. Tonight is the night that you go back to an old word. And it's not semantics. It's not an old word. It's an eternal word. It does not rust. It does not decay. But whenever the king speaks. I want you to grab the hand of a neighbor right now. I'm done. Singers, get ready. Something is about to explode in this house. Come on, I want you to grab the hand of a neighbor right now. Come on, BC. Come on, Bethlehem Church. Now I feel the utterance of the king in this house. Somebody's going back to an old word that will not return void, but every jot and every tittle shall come to pass. Come on, I'm done, but I feel an intercessor in this room. I feel a prayer warrior in this room. I feel a prophecy coming back in this room. Come on, go, 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 I'm done. But deliverance is in this room. Healing is in this room. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, tonight is the night that you speak for yourself. Tonight is the night that the label is coming off. Your name is not Legion.
Somebody's getting ready to speak for themselves. 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 Come on, daughter of Zion. 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 Come on, man of God. Come on, daddy. Come on, mama. Come on, saint of God. I want everybody to look at me. I don't want to be insensitive, but I'm telling you there's a spirit of boldness on me right now. Some of you haven't made a move and I'm calling you out right now. I need you to move from your pew. I need you to move into the aisle. I need you to make a physical move because what you don't understand is that physical move is a symbol of a spiritual move. Come on, I love you too much to let you cower in the cave. I love you too much to not let you step out from where you are. Tonight is not the night that we cooperate. Tonight is the night that somebody gets dangerous, that somebody gets deadly, that somebody gets desperate. Are you ready? I want you to grab the hand of a neighbor again. Nobody's alone. Nobody's by themselves. The Bible says there were two possessed, but we only read that one ran to Jesus. But tonight, nobody's left behind. Everybody's getting to Jesus. Every shackle can be broken. Every fetter can be broken. Every chain can be torn asunder. Do you believe it? I believe it. So would you take that hand and would you lift it up? And would you lift up your voice with a shout? There it is. There it is. There it is. Somebody intercede. Somebody intercede. Come on, that's it. That's it. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop.
Come on, Sunday school teacher. Come on, singer. Come on, musician. Come on, media person. Come on, sound. Don't miss your moment. Don't you dare miss your moment. Don't miss your moment. It's here right now. It's here right now. Do whatever you gotta do. But do not cooperate.